suppose the real trick would be if you would, you know, you you went to university and no one knew who you were. Mm. The real trick would be to change where people know who you are. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And that's that's the funny thing. Um, well, say the funny thing. That's that's the interesting thing. Um, if you if it's it's almost it almost reminds me. I don't want to aggrandize my own experiences, but it's a little bit like um, uh, <coughs> it's a bit like Joseph Campbell's monomyth. Hmm. You know, Joseph Campbell, as, we, as, as some of you know, has a, was was a, was a kind of a kind of philosophical kind of you know anthropologist, social anthropologist, and he talked about the monomyth, the idea of the hero's journey, hmm. and he said that all heroes have have basically go through the same the same journey. Um, and it doesn't matter if they're kind of, you know, King Arthur or Luke Skywalker or Jesus or whatever. The pattern is broadly the same with, 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 with some minor variations. Mm. And it's always you start out amongst the familiar things. Mm. You start out in your home with your people and the permanent familiar things that you grew up with. Um, he said, but then you get, you know, what he called the kind of the call to adventure, mm. um, which you kind of reject to start with because you think, well, I can't possibly do that. Mm. This is where I belong. Mm. This mm. is where I belong. These are my people. This is what I know. And if I go beyond, you know, if I go into the field, you know, it, it, beyond the fields I know, God knows what's going to happen. It's all such I a long way there. away from here. It is, yeah. So, but then he says, you know, but then you kind of do that. Normally you'll get encouraged by somebody there'll always be you know a, a, some some sort of elder figure you know you know a wizard mm, mm. you know parent figure somebody mm. you know obi-wan kenobi whatever a merlin who will kind of say oh, you can do this you mm. can do this I'll, I'll help you you may find kind of companions on the way that will help you over the rough patches but eventually the the the, the, the whole process will kick off you'll kind of follow the journey you'll defeat you know various increasing kind of you know uh, uh, um um challenges until you Meet the final challenge, uh, which helps to kind of establish you as kind of the hero or who you, you, you were intended to be or who you want to be. Um, but then uh, the final point, the final destination is you return mm. to your starting point and you bring whatever powers you now have to bear, mm. whatever kind of wisdom or abilities you have, you bring that back with you to where you started and that's the thing isn't it i mean it's kind of you don't you know what happens when you when you go you you leave home for example and that permanence and you've changed you adjust yourself you rebuild yourself you kind of as an act of will you re-engineer yourself and you become something different and then you bring that back home how what's the impact there do people reject you because they don't understand who you are anymore do they assimilate you and bring you do they try and force you back into the original pattern um, yeah. I mean, for years, I used to kind of go back home, and I used to, uh, you know, I just adjust my manner of speech so that I didn't kind of sound, you know, academic and poncy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just sounded like, oh, you know, one of the lads, you know, have a few beers with with your family, with your dad, and with with his mates, and so on. Because I thought, well, I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna bring that character back into this environment. They won't know what to make of it. Mm. Um, or I did bring it back, but I brought it back slowly. So yeah, it's again those worlds. It's it's in getting back to kind of you know and Alex Amanda's idea that you know, a new world erupts as you ha- as you move out out of the, the your existing world perhaps. Yeah. Um, but how do you bring that back? You know, without without intimidating, without um, without making people feel that they don't know who you are anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't want to go back home and have my mother not recognise me. Yeah. You know, because I'm I'm something different. So. That does... What stays the same, you know? What's mm. what is it that you you can you allow you leave there? So your mum says yes, that's you. Apart from the physical, um, perhaps, um, you know, how does how does my mum still engage with me, even though I'm 
so much different to, to, to the way it used to be. Yeah, because you, you, you learn, you're learning different languages as well, you know, the, the, uh, mm. uh, ways of, uh, ways of um, interacting with people. You're going to say Wittgenstein again? No, I'm not. Uh, (laughs) um, I suppose we could put him in there somewhere. Um, (laughs) But yeah, remember when Facebook first came out? You know, it's like talking about about 15 years ago, something Mm. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, you know, I had these people I hadn't seen for you know, in some cases, 30 years, 20, 30 years. Mm. Suddenly, all zoomed back into my life, in you know, in in this kind of digital way, and you find yourself kind of talking to them in different ways. You have different languages mm. to talk to them, talk to them and different uh, ways mm. to you know, show yourself different masks if you want. Mm. And that, yes. that, yeah, I don't think anything like that has ever been done before. Uh, no. yeah, that is a very um, <coughs> you know, kind of, um, I suppose you could say maybe famous people would get that in the past. Mm. Famous people, because they'd met mm. lots of different types of people at once. But suddenly yes. we're all having it, and it's all shoved back in our face, you know. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true, isn't it? Mm. That's true. I mean, you know, it's it's prior to that kind of social media explosion. I suppose you, you, the only time something like that might happen is is in 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 the kind of the, the notorious uh, you know school reunion if mm. you've ever had anything mm. like that, um, where people kind of go away, they don't see each other for twenty years, and then they come back. Mm. Um, uh, and it's an opportunity to kind of you know compare whether you've done as well as everybody else or better than anybody else, mm. and who's you know done what with their lives. Um, but what do you you know? But whether you recognise people, mm. and again, apart from the physical, because obviously you know people's hair fall out, they grow beards, and they get glasses on, and all the rest of it. So the physical side changes. Mm. But you know, are these are the you know in what sense are these the same the same people that you knew mm. in a class when you were in your teens? Um, even when it's somebody you used to date back in the day, mm. and you just you know. Um, you think, you know, God, you know, we used to, we used to be quite close, um, mm. and and you know, I don't even know if I recognise you anymore. I don't even know if I know you apart from, and then you kind of go back on on reminiscing over kind of past memories. So you try, you create the you create the fantasy of a, of a of 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 a past existence yeah. where you kind of go through, you know, those are the common grounds. So you go back and you start walking through kind of you know phantom streets. You know, I do you remember when we did this. Do you remember when we did that? Mm-hmm. And that's your shared moment. Yeah, going back. Um, but you know, where, how do you, how do we create? How do we create? As we were saying before, those 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 bonds between worlds, um, those bonds between what we, you know, what we are currently now. Yeah. Um, we, you know, quite often people kind of just bounce off each other, don't they? And this is that kind of antagonistic. Um, you know, you're a stranger, you're different, you're other. You're, that's your world, and this is my world, and, and we don't we don't engage. Yeah. Um, that it's the points of engagement. And I think these pre-Socratics were struggling with that even back then. Yeah. This idea of you know we've got to, we've got to maintain a permanence. There's got to be a foundation so that we're all operating in the same world and we're all kind of you know the same kind of people. But how do we accommodate change to that? How do we accommodate change? And, and if we're going to accommodate change, there has to be points. Of con- I mean, I mean, people like like you know, um, oh, who is it now? I mean, people like um, or Pythagoras, mm-hmm. for example. I mean, Pythagoras, you know, fascinating. And we all know, you know, Pythagoras' theorem, and he was all into geometry and that kind of stuff. Um, but the Pythagoreans quite almost had a sort of an, uh, a, a kind of nascent idea of the digital, didn't they? Mm. Because they they, uh, they they had this kind of view, absolutely Pythagoras had this view, that everything, you know, almost everything could be reduced to numbers. Mm. And that number was the kind of the unifying permanent factor. Yeah. Um, 
and it's almost when I think about this, I almost have this this kind of image of the Matrix mm. when you know Neo sees sees all the kind of code in green, all kind of just uh, falling down in front of his eyes. And he's saying, "This is the real world. Mm. This is the world, the world of all the codes and the numbers, and everything that kind of is is a, 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 an actual kind of element within this world. It's just it's just created by the numbers." And and uh, you know, Pythagoras was saying, "Well." piece of music you enjoy a piece of music you can hear a piece of music being played but it's you know he, he said you know you can convert that piece of music into 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 uh into a digital format into, into a numeric format mm. um so if you can do that with numbers you can do that with you know you can do that with music you can do that with art and you can do, and we're doing this now you know every time you scan something in every time something comes to your computer you're, you're creating uh, a numeric a digital version of this mm. that we don't see because it's behind the scenes that's um, um that's always um, a sticking point for me, the numbers, because um, so this is the idea that um, math, um, mathematics were um, uh, discovered rather than invented. Mm. So this is mm. what, this always I always struggle with this one because you know without humans you wouldn't have you know you wouldn't have numbers, but you know something like a triangle. This is yeah, I mean, obviously classic philosophy here like a triangle mm. is like yeah it's impossible to to not think of it it's it's, it's possible to to mm. to think of it not existing the the, the yes. shape of a triangle and that's yeah. it's and then it's three sides and that that's universal mm. you know mm. but mm. um you know that's tough yeah well, that's it. You know, you get you know, you get people. Well, I think that's probably why you know people like Anaxagoras and so on were arguing that you know there's a mind that establishes these things, and you get you know you get Descartes subsequently saying, well, um, there are pro- broadly two pieces of of innate knowledge. One of them is the existence of God, mm. because we all you know if if you apply your mind to it, um, mm. God has to exist. Yeah. Uh, says 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 Descartes, and drawing on 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 Anselm's and ontological argument, yeah. uh, and he says mathematics, mathematics is 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 innate mm. uh, because mathematics is, it. And, and a lot of these kind of thinkers who had, came from Christian background were not were, were arguing that mathematics is 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 something that kind of issues out of the of, of the mind of the creator. It's yeah. part of the, it's it's part of the, you know um, God's mentality. Um, and you know we, we you know we put a symbolic code to it all, a symbolic kind of representation of it all. Mm. But you know, uh, I, I mean, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Um, um, Augustine, for example, mm. you know, makes makes a similar point. You know that 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 you know, reality, as we understand it, is is a representation of the mind of God. I mean, you had you know people like Newton saying you know that that um, that everything that happens in heaven. Uh, is some is it kind of sets out uh, the, the 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 parameters for the way the world is and the way human beings' bodies are. You know, you can measure up the kind of if you look at the descriptions of heavenly the heavenly courts and so on. Yeah. These are representations of the mind of God, and you can use that to 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 establish the kind of all the kind of parameters we use for measuring and weighing stuff and and so on in the world. Yeah. So the idea of of of, of mathematics. Of number being an absolute rock solid permanence, something that's run through philosophy mm. um, as being as, as it's not something we just make up mm. because it's a handy tool. And maybe in another world, in another dimension, they have an entirely different logic. This is this is you know the maker's brain, uh, yeah. uh, the maker's mind in operation here, and we have a, a, a we have an insight into that. Um, 
by 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 our access to numbers, and we've set we you know we we create a numeric code to help us discuss it. Um, yeah. But it existed before that. It's an ideal form. I mean, getting back to Plato, it's an ideal form. It exists before we we ever use it. And of course, Plato says there's a whole bunch of permanences. Mm. And Plato loved this stuff, mm. um, the idea of, of of you know permanences. And and so that's what he means when he's talking about the ideal forms, you know, mm. um, which we may well explore at some other point, perhaps. Um, but yeah, it's I I you know revisiting the pre-Socratics really does you know, um, it really does make you realise how universal the philosophical questions are mm. as we said right at the beginning here the, the, these philosophical questions doesn't matter how old they are they are absolutely at the heart of the human condition mm. um i think even even today so i don't know i don't know i mean it's, it, it makes me it, it excites me mm-hmm. uh and partly because it makes it, it it means you know we're still part of the continuity it makes you know these these guys you know you know thales and anaximander and pythagoras and so on these are human beings yeah Trying, trying to figure out their place in the world, and I'm part of that continuity, mm. and I'm still asking the same questions as they are, and I'm still concerned with the same things as they're concerned with. Mm. And you know, I may have a different language, perhaps, to describe it. There may be a lot more kind of, there's a lot more information that we can, but it's still the basic stuff. Yeah, I mean, you get that. I mean, does that yeah, excite I, you in the same way? I love the equality of it. You know, mm. um, you know, it doesn't matter uh, where you're born or you know how rich you are. It does matter how much time you maybe have you have on your hands, mm. but you have yep. a brain that is capable of doing this. You know, you know this type of mm. this type of uh, thinking, and any, anybody can do it. And it, you know, I love the equality of that. I think that's probably mm. one of the things that really um, got me excited at first about philosophy. You know, because here's this seem you know it's from the outside, it looks like a complicated, difficult thing, and complicated, mm. difficult academic things were not really not for me they're for other people <laughs> but here's the thing you know because i always struggled with maths i always found maths oh, really yeah, difficult yeah yeah um but here's the thing that you know it's just thinking it's just think about stuff and um mm. and it can be really complicated but and anybody mm. can can enter into it you know and i like that yeah yeah um, Absolutely. I mean, I think, that's, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the, 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 the doorway is there for anybody. Mm. Um, and it's just, I mean, that's one of the things that, that kind of excited me about the session we were doing today. Um, I mean, something really kind of, it seems really basic when you think about it, but you can take it in so many different directions. You know, just saying, you know, permanence and change. Yeah. What, do we, what do we lock onto? What is it, you know, individual, you know, just individually, what is it, you know, we don't want to change? Mm. Um, that is that, that we want to kind of hold on to. It could be a set of values. Um, it could be it, it could be our sense of self. Um, it could be a, you know a set of beliefs or an understanding about about. It could be something you've never really considered um, about you know what you what you consider to be absolutely vital. Mm. Um, and when you kind of you know when you pair it all back, you might say, well, what is absolutely vital about about human existence or about the world? Anything is this? I wouldn't like that ever to change because mm. of these reasons. And then once you've done that, then the next you know, then that question, okay, so so what am I free to change? Yeah. You know, what's the what's the, what's the you know we love you know we like some variety. We all like a buffet. Yeah, you know, it's nice nice to have a sit down dinner. Yeah. You know that's great. But we like a buffet. We like to kind of you know trawl up and what can we change yeah. about ourselves, about the world we live in? Um, and I think that that basic question, if you if you engage with no other philosophical question mm. ever, mm. I think permanence and change. There is so much. I mean, language. Mm. 
So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Because I, okay, I mean, language is a good one, isn't mm. it? Because you get people who, who who are the kind of the grammar Nazis, as they as they're often referred to online. They say, no, 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 no. You can't use that word in this way. That word doesn't. You, know, yeah. you have to have an apostrophe here, yeah. and 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 language, you know, has to function this way. And this word doesn't mean that. It means this. And I can see why yeah. um, people want to hold on to that in a, in a way because it's you know language is very important for us to be able to communicate to each other mm. what's going on in our heads. We're locked in our own brains. It's only our symbolic representation which gets our brains out into the world yeah. for people to look at. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, language changes. It changes through use, and it's yeah. the difference between the early and the, and the later Wittgenstein, mm. isn't it? Mm. It's kind of you know we haven't got that kind of strict labelling system of, of language necessarily. Maybe language changes by use, and we see this. So you know you get these kind of teenagers taking language. Um, and they develop their own patois and their own way of communicating, mm. which eventually then just ends up into the kind of common parlance. And language changes. Mm. And language is to do with communicating. It's not to do with with establishing a norm, which was, you know, if we did that, then we'd still, you know, we, people would still be saying, oh, yeah, we need to be t- speaking the way Chaucer spoke. Mm. Nobody would understand anything, you yeah. know, because I, I don't understand, you know, uh, you know Chaucerian English. Um, if, if, you know, people who kind of want to sort of say, we've got to keep sticking with this. Yeah. Um, eventually lose the capacity to communicate because nobody talks like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that's a standard they've kept as a kind of a permanent thing. Is We don't talk like that anymore. Yeah. So if we if you're sticking with that, you are not communicating anymore. You're holding something up as a kind of an ideal. You've pickled it, yeah. if you like, in a jar. Yeah. But it serves no useful purpose. Whereas these people who are perhaps not as... You know, who you know are perhaps have an entirely different way of expressing themselves grammatically and they're using words in a way that you both you didn't do when you were at school mm. they are effectively communicating with each other so maybe that kind of language world um is something you need to become more involved in. i wonder what kind of world it would be if you uh, let's say you had something um attached to your brain and that, 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 that who says i don't <laughs> that um that could somehow pick up uh, the, oh, you, you could do that, couldn't you? I suppose well, words your, your words you're saying is that you know you have a microphone mm. and it picks up and it gives you a zap if you, unless you, if you go uh, you're not allowed to say this word that's been said on the street and it gives you a zap. Mm. So you you language doesn't change through force. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what world, yeah. what kind of world we would live in, and whether what would we be talking? Yeah. What, what would we be yeah. capable of any? Um, would it? What would it stop? Yeah, would it stop mm. advancing? Well, that's 1984, isn't yeah. it? That's that's Newspeak. Yeah, it's, you know, it's 1984, and you know, I said, you know, that's what Newspeak's for. Um, mm. That you limit the way we communicate. Mm. Um, you 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 stop certain words meaning certain things, mm. um, and you prohibit the use of certain forms of communication or certain forms of language. Mm. Um, and maybe not in the first generation, possibly not even a second. But by the time you get to the third generation, mm. uh, because you've limited how language develops and you limited the the way language works, you've limited thought. Mm, mm. You know, so people can't. So if if you take away the word freedom mm. from a vocabulary, so nobody's allowed to use the word yeah. freedom anymore. Um, or if you say freedom, um, you know, freedom can only be used to talk about you know my dog is free of fleas. It's a kind of classic one. Yeah. You know, uh, I am free of you know I am uh, you know I am free of of of, of you know the cold or whatever yeah. but you don't but you don't allow people to use the word free in a political mm. or existential sense then eventually people don't have the tools to talk about social and political freedom anymore yeah. because they just you know they they, they don't have the uh, you know they don't have the symbols 
that are used to be able to kind of create that narrative. Yeah. Um, and then you end up with a kind of a 1984 totalitarian regime where, uh, where you know, certain things just can't be thought, not alone can't be said, they can't even be thought anymore. Yeah, so if we follow, you know, um, Wittgenstein's, um, you know, uh, language is thought, as you are just saying, if you mm. eliminate the word freedom, then you'll have this frustration, wouldn't you? Would there be like, yeah, like, or mm. would you not even you would you wouldn't be able to 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 obviously dream of what freedom is because you don't have the word mm. for the thought. So wouldn't it be? Yes. I, I just have this horrible bad feeling. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, that and maybe that's it. I mean, maybe that is the root of all kinds of existential angst mm. um, in in human beings. Um, that you know, the, the the fact that we we can't express ourselves mm. in a particular way we can't express our desire for freedom or our desire for companionship or our desire for love or all those kinds of things or maybe if you're in a situation where you can't express those they're still there those 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 desires if you like those that that part of that kind of human condition is still there mm. but it's just bubbling away there's no vent to express it mm. um and yeah maybe and that's maybe that's what causes people to have kind of you know breakdowns and stuff and and maybe it's uh, it's the cause of all kinds of, of dis- dysfunction we have these existential feelings and emotions and, and needs which are suppressed because we aren't able to um maybe we've not been edgy i mean, why ed- i think education is a, is a vitally important existential thing and you know and, and one of the things that i i lament um is education is is just so, so has been colonized so much by by you know capitalism mm. <laughs> um, that it's only ever linked to employability yes now yes so you know education oh it's to get a good job yeah. now okay yeah we need to survive i'm not trying to be kind of you know prissy about this mm. obviously we need to survive in the worlds in which we find ourselves um but education uh, is there not just to do that education is to be able to give you ways to explore yourself to be able to transcend who and what you are to create you know new worlds um, to develop an imagination where you could perhaps see yourself as being something you aren't at the moment, but to give you the language tools you need mm. to be able to kind of discuss what's going on inside you uh, yeah. uh, and to express those things to other people and to have that kind of exp- that, that, that ability to, to let off that steam. Without it, it's just suppressed and it, and it erupts in, in either kind of psychosis or violence mm. or, or, or a whole range of kind of um, unpleasant things. Mm, mm, um, so, you know, education is, is, is very important. And obviously, you know, philosophy is right at the heart of that. We need to give people the tools to explore, to imagine, to communicate, to, you know, to, 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 to express. Um, and I think we can trace all this stuff, you know, right back to our old friends, the pre-Socratics, mm. God bless them. Mm. As much as we have of them, these are the things that, that these are the things that challenged them. You know, this is this is these you know right back there. Um, so you know, I'm going to spend the, I'm going to spend you know uh, the next few the next few you know, a month or so digging in. I think mm. to, to to do these people greater justice mm. to see you know there's not much of their stuff left. But you know, what they, what, you know I can I can kind of see now what they were trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Perhaps maybe I don't know. Mm.